JD Talking Sports, Wednesday, March 8th, 2017. What should we start with tonight? We have a lot. Tim Tebow, first game with the Mets, Major League Club, over three, two strikeouts, hit into a double play, and he got a standing ovation. He said the first time. Manager Collins said, uh, I don't think I'd ever seen that before. <laughs> For a he basically loaded no outs and he hit into a double play ground ball and they went crazy. You know, hey. And I read some articles, I'm gonna get into it about how, you know, he took a step back, it was t- you know, him playing whatever, and he's defending himself. It's one goddamn game. Where do we expect him to be? We expect him to go five or five the first game he plays for the Mets? I mean, are you kidding me? Come on, let's give him one game. He's going to play Friday in the split squad versus the Astros and give him some time, man. He looks like he's he's, he's, he's jacked. I mean, he's a big boy. All right, Isaac, you got to go. My buddy Harris, he's ecstatic because Brandon Marshall is now a giant. Two years, $12 million. Basically goes to the locker room across the stadium. Gets to keep his NFL, inside the NFL job. He's got to be happy about that. Posted a picture on Instagram today of him, and his, his main picture was of getting a Super Bowl trophy. He is 80 and 87 all time as an NFL player. Fifth NFL team. He's played for the Broncos. He's played for the Dolphins, the Bears, the Jets, and now the Giants. But think about it. Last year, 59 catches, 788 yards, three touchdowns. His quarterbacks last year were Geno Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Bryce Petty. And now he's going to a two-time Super Bowl champion winner. He had Cutler in Denver. Yeah, he's had a bunch of different quarterbacks. They said this is the best a lot. Last year, per pro football focus, his grade was a 71.7. Lowest since his rookie year. And he only caught 48.8% of his passes thrown to his way, which was the lowest completion of all wide receivers with at least 65 targets. Only dropped seven passes. He just seemed like every time he dropped one, it was a big play. And he did go four for 89 in the touchdown versus Richard Sherman last year. Two years ago, over 100 catches, 14 touchdowns, 1,500 yards. I mean... He's going to be 33 by the time the season starts. 6'4". They don't have a wide receiver 6'4 on the roster that can do the things he can do. Hey, Harris is excited. And I have to be excited for Harris because, of course, he leaves the Jets and he'll win a Super Bowl with the Giants. You know, that's probably going to happen, right? Of course. Of course. Now, interesting, I read that they, the Giants, and he wasn't, he wasn't so, Harris wasn't so sure about this, but I... I, I might disagree that Adrian Peterson, per Annie Benoit, at the MMQB, once again, JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. Love to hear from you. Adrian Peterson, potential match with the Giants. This is the thing. He's going to be 32. Not as good on the design outside runs or behind man-blocking concepts. He's, not, he's, he's kind of what we call impatient. But he... But when healthy, there isn't a more explosive guy running the ball on inside runs. And the Giants, pretty straightforward. They keep everything between the tackles. And this worked for Peterson in Minnesota. 
Now, this is the thing. The one thing that the Vikings didn't have that the Giants have, they didn't have a wide receiver. The defenses, you know, had to dedicate safety help against, which means Hotel Beckham, Adrian Peterson, wow. And now you got Brandon Marshall. And 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 you got Manning, who's, you know, veteran quarterback. He can read the safety pre-snap, pre-snap and check into the most optimal play. <laughs> now, this is the thing. Giants play a lot out of the shotgun, which Peterson is more better with the quarterback behind center. Much better, in fact, that when he, the under center, he averages 4.9 per carry in shotgun, 3.7. Problem is they don't have a lot of money, and they just gave 6 million of their 13.1 million of their cap to Brandon Marshall. But, you know, anything's possible, right? We shall see. Harris doesn't want him. He doesn't think they have a line. He thinks he wants McCaffrey from Stanford. I don't think he's rated that high. But, hey, I, I think they have other needs. I think Peterson has a lot to prove. I think he could be a good match for the Giants. I really do. I really do. Then you have the Jets, who they were talking about going after Brian Hoyer. Well, Brian Hoyer is now going to the 49ers. Signed a two-year deal today. Now, who's left? Mike Lennon, too rich for Jets' blood. Also, Jay Cutler is not going to want to come to a rebuilding team. Tony Romo, again, not going to want to come to a rebuilding team. Geno Smith, your next starting quarterback for the Jets, coming off knee surgery. I'll tell you, the pickings are quite lean, folks. Quite lean. And I'll tell you, the market this year, wide receivers could get, Kenny Stills, they say, could get as much as $12 million a season. $12 million. And there, there are a couple guys they think could get $50 million plus. Alshon Jeffrey, late of the Bears. Terrell Pryor, late of the Browns. And Deshaun Jackson, who averages, this last year averaged almost 18 yards, led the NFL per carry, Deshaun Per, per catch, Deshaun Jackson. That's a lot. 30-year-old Deshaun Jackson could make a lot of money. Now, also, edge rushers, you had franchise tags put on Chandler Jones. Actually, now he just, they they signed up a five-year deal, the Cardinals. Melvin Ingram with the Chargers and JPP. You have one that signed a deal. They're going to try to get the other two to sign deals. We shall see. Now, you have some guys, three likely Hall of Famers that are past their primes but are still available to Marcus Ware. Dwight Freeney and Julius Peppers. They, now, they all stand out on film, but they're just going to have to do reduced roles. But I take it. Freeney played pretty well for the Falcons last year. DeMarcus Ware still. I mean, two years ago, hey, had a good Super Bowl against the Panthers. And also, they said the run-stopping defensive lineman. You have a lot of 300-pound freaks. The Don Terry Poe, Brandon Williams, Benny Logan and Kalis Campbell. Now, Kalis Campbell, I just read, might be going to the Jaguars. I'll tell you, Coughlin is going to try to build that team into something damn good. Also, the uh, Giants, Jonathan Hankins, talked about him yesterday, too rich for their blood probably. He's, they said 8 to $10 million he's probably going to get. Washington's Chris Baker, Denver's Sylvester Williams, and New Orleans' Nick Fairlane. And Nick Fairlane is interesting. He, I remember him at a Auburn when they won the national championship. He started off, who did he start off with? The Lions. Well, he ends up on one-year deals with the Rams in 2015, one year, and Saints this past year, and was great for both teams. Relentless motor, which teams didn't think he had. And then you have Allen Branch, who was dominant for New England down the stretch, especially the Super Bowl. Lawrence Guy, 
who did nice things for the Ravens last year, especially he punished a lot of tight ends. And where's Dante Hightower going to go from the Patriots? I mean, now they say that, you know, Super Bowl, Bernard Briggs is a good point. Super Bowl guys go to winning on winning teams always get overpaid, especially those who made as many flash plays down the stretch as, as Hightower did. But I, I take them. I'll tell you, you know what? If the teams have a lot of money, who has a lot of money? The, the Browns. The Browns could get him. They traded last. They traded this past season. They picked up the the Patriot, and I'm blanking on his name. Maybe a little reunion right there. Why not? 102 million in cap space. They have the money to spend. Maybe Hightower will go to the. I'll tell you, the Browns will get good in a hurry. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Also, if you're looking for strong, lanky corners, Stephon Gilmore, Drake Patrick, but. Not many can play the slot except Rutgers and New England's Logan Ryan. He is going to make a lot of money. Also, Nickel Roby Coleman recently cut by the Bills, but they said Logan Ryan is going to be a very, very rich man come this season. And the Packers have to keep Jared Cook. This is the thing. He, they averaged five more points a game and went 10-3 and three when he was in the lineup. When he wasn't in the lineup for the Packers, 2-4, and four, and he made that huge catch versus Dallas in the playoff game. I mean, that's, that play still Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how that happened. That was a fantastic football game. I watched that with my dad. Wow. what? Yeah, you got to keep him. I mean, they were unstoppable when he played. And there's always a guy who's going to get one of those holy crap kind of deals. Cardinal safety Tony Jefferson. The Honey Badger last year got $21.25 million guaranteed and a total of $40 million in guarantees if he can stay healthy this coming season. And they think that Jefferson, who steady in man coverage, good blitzing, five-tool safety, he could get the same kind of money as Honey Badger. Now, this is the thing. Brought a very interesting point, Peter King, about Glennon versus Osweiler. Glennon... With Mike Lennon, with the Bucks, five and thirteen, five about a fifty-nine percent completion percentage, thirty touchdowns, fifteen interceptions, eighty-four point six rating. Osweiler five and two as a starter with the Broncos, six thirteen completion percentage, eleven touchdowns, six interceptions, eighty-six rating. This is the thing, Mike Lennon. Hey, he works hard, good player, but the Bears are going to make him the twentieth best starting quarterback in football in terms of pay. But come on. I mean, are you telling me that he's going to make the same amount of money as Andy Dalton, four-time playoff quarterback? Now, Osweiler made $18 million. Now, this is the thing. When you think about it, it really was fool's gold. I mean, you know, I mean, he played a couple of good games, but he really stunk it up this year. Chicago's GM, Ryan Pace, you know, they said he's really he really wants Glennon. But why should he get paid the same money as Alex Smith and Andy Dalton who proved something? It just it is because there's such a dearth of quarterbacks and they're all dying. Hey, look, they were going to try to keep Brian Hoyer. Well, he's gone. And then you have, now, he is, an, I have a Boye. He says Boye. I say Boye. A.J. Boye, 25, undrafted, Central Florida, signed with Houston in 2013. 
Last season was his first as starter. Started 11 games. Pro Football Focus, ninth best cornerback in football in 2016. Ahead of Sherman, ahead of Patrick Peterson, ahead of Marcus Peters of the Chiefs. He's 25. He gambled on himself last year. Texas offered him a multi-year deal at a significant raise. He said, you know what? I'm going to take a one-year tender and hit the free agent market in 2017. He said, hey, ready for the risk. I prayed about it. Seemed like the right decision to make. And he was confident in his ability, which you got to love. And hey, against the Broncos in October Monday night game, 11 tackles, two passes, defense, and he just shut down Denver receivers. Amazing. You know, that this guy bet on himself. I love when they bet on themselves. Like even Kirk Cousins didn't sign the deal. Hey, he's going to make more money this year than last year. He's going to make $44 million over two years. That's what you have to feel sometimes. You know, like, listen, I believe in myself. I'll take the chance in the one year, and then I'll, I'll cash in. And he wants to get his father was a, I talked about this before. His father was a prison uh, prison guard who, Gotti and a bunch of, I mean, the people he had to watch in prison was amazing. Also wants to give money to the AAU team that his dad coaches. I mean, good head on his shoulders. He said he's going to want to get a car that he can put a television in the back. I'm rooting for him, man. You know, get get the money. You know what? Like like I said yesterday, Really, it's a free to contract contract ends with the guaranteed money. So get all the guaranteed money you can get. And he's still 25. He's got another big deal out of this. God bless him. You know, he'll become Revis. Well, he'll get a bunch of big deals, play until he's mid-30s, and he's going to make a lot of money and more power to him. And he's hungry. Undrafted, guy like him, hungry. I like guys like that. And Joe Mixon today ran a 4 4 He visited privately with the Browns, Bengals, Lions, and Saints today. He said he left it all on the line. We shall see. Now, Lewis Riddick says, wouldn't it be surprised if he goes undrafted? Very real type of thing people feel strongly about. I beg to differ. I feel like, you know what? Hey, he did some bad shit. He has to live with it. But you got to give him a shot. And come on, guy's running a 4 4 340. He's the real deal. Got into an altercation. Shouldn't have punched the girl. How many of us have made stupid goddamn mistakes? How many of us have screwed up in life? A lot. Who hasn't done something that they regret in life? Okay, maybe we didn't punch somebody in the face, but we've all done stuff that is stupid and bad, and, and bad in its own right or done things to other people and we live with regret. You know, if, every, if that was it, we got that one shot and that was it, a lot of us wouldn't, would be done. You Hey, he gets one more shot. He screws up. He's done. He knows. And then Deshaun Watson, they're, ca- they're, they're comparing his intelligence to Peyton Manning after a stellar combine. That's big. That's that's big. Comparing him to freaking amazing to Peyton Manning. You got to love that. Yeah. We shall see, right? We shall see. Only time will tell, folks. Time will tell. All right. Now, and the Bills, they're going to keep Tyrod Taylor. Reconstructed his contract. He was due a $27.5 million bonus on March 11th. Now he's going to get a $7 million bonus. And the cap hit on him is went from $60 million to under $10 million. 17 touchdowns, six interceptions, 89.7 rating last year, over 3,000 yards. They didn't want to start all over again. I understand where they wanted to come, and they thought, hey, we can't give this guy $27.5 million, which they didn't. And also, Patrick DeMarco, the Falcons fullback, could be signing with the Bills. They got an offensive coordinator who wanted to bring him who wanted to bring him to Denver, Denison. Now he's with Buffalo. 
He's want that's the guy he wants. They're going to work together. Hey, new head coach McDermott came over from the Panthers, defensive coordinator. Let's see what happens. I want the Bills to come. I you know I, I want the Bills to win a championship. I just feel they that four-year run, like the Vikings. I feel like these teams need to get that one ring. And, you know, they'll go crazy. Hey, the Cubs won a championship. The Cavs won a championship. It's time for, I want to see I want to see the underdogs start winning. Like the Jets. They haven't been even in a Super Bowl since I've been born. Yeah, actually, no, since after I was born. So before, whatever. 69. Long time. Talked about Chandler Jones, five-year extension. Cowboys. Josh McCown, they brought in today as a backup. I guess the Mark Sanchez era is done in Dallas. Antonio Romo is supposed to be released tomorrow. They said they're going to part with him. They're going to do a first des- June 1st des- designation. They're going to spread out his $24.7 million cap over two years. We shall see. And they did re-sign Bryce Butler to a one-year deal. He did get a penalty for running on the field at the end of the Packer game that cost them. And played all 16 games last year, 16 catches, 219, three touchdowns because they think they're going to lose Terrence Edwards. I guess, I guess Kenny Britt, I don't think they, I think it's going to be too rich for their blood. 12, 12 million a year they're saying for Kenny Britt? I guess we'll see. Jags also expected to sign ex Cowboy safety Barry Church, four years, six million annually. Kellis Campbell, Coughlin's going to get, wants to get, the, get them back to where they used to be. And Pierre Garcon. Supposed to get a deal with the Niners, $16 million in salary first year per Chris Morrison. I hope he's doing better now. And Shanahan is going to get his Julio Jones 2.0. Garcon, last year, 79 catches. 79 catches, over 1,000 yards, over 13 a catch, three touchdowns. Also, they're getting Kyle Juszczyk, who will become the highest paid fullback, four years, 21 million, 25 years old, last four years with the Ravens, 6'1", 240, last two years, over 78 catches, over 580 yards, four touchdowns. Shanahan uses a fullback in his offense. I talked about how the Bills were going to get the old DeMarco, Patrick DeMarco. Well, he's got his guy. Juszczyk played very well for the Ravens the last four years. Niners, I'll tell you, they're doing little things. You know, they brought in a stopgap quarterback in McCown who has worked with Shanahan. Good. And how about this? How the mighty have fallen. Scott McCloggan, no longer the GM, no longer involved in decision-making, agent to meet with team and discuss. There's nothing to discuss. They said he had a relapse with a he had trouble years ago with alcohol. It sucks, man. Just bad. Not good at all. That's rough. Right? Boom. And there it goes. Skins are a mess, man. Skins, you know, I, every time I think they're going... They gave Gruden an extension first time. Snyder's done that since he bought the team. And I, get your shit together, guys. Get your shit together. Mets, as I said today, Tebow batted eighth. They won 8-7 over the Sox. He actually, on his first bat, he got caught looking. It looked like a low... Pitch, had a couple words for the ump. He said he was like going, really? He said, for me, it's just a day. He doesn't want a debut to define him. He learned a lot of things. Let's give him time, man. Now, I thought this was interesting. You know, CC Sabathia. He's been working with Pettit 
said he learned a lot. He calls him his mentor. He said that, you know, going from a power pitcher, Sabathia at 36, you know, now he has to rely more on location, more than speed gun readings. And he said Pettit's done tutorials on him on the cut fastball, which was Pettit's signature pitch. And he said, we talked about it, Pettit said, since I retired last year, he started seeing a lot of success, made the adjustment to be the pitcher he needs to go be going forward. He was a power pitcher thrown in the mid to upper 90s. You know, you have to learn how to pitch again. And Pettit goes, I never had the velocity. I lost a little bit, but I didn't have like the way Sabathia did. And he feels that uh, CC is a better feel for the cutter. He said the results maybe weren't there for a couple of years, but all his pitchers are better than mine. I hope he has a great year. I think everybody wants him to have a great year. Sabathia, he added the cutter, he said, to his package in spring training 2014. And he said it's behaving a lot better today than it was then. Getting a lot more consistent. Now, he knows Tanaka is going to be the opening day starter. And they're not sure who's going to start either. Pinedo or Sabathia will follow hasn't been established yet. Now, it could also be the beginning of the end for him with the Yankees. He began in 2009, won a World Series championship. He'd have a vesting $25 million option for this season. And, you know, maybe they'll bring him back at a greatly reduced rate, but who knows? But he said he's not done pitching. So I guess we'll see. Thanks, George A. King III from New York Post for that. And that's what I wanted to ask. So what do you think about... Pettit as a Hall of Famer. 256 wins, 18 years, 42nd all-time on the win list. Eligible following the 2018 season for the Hall of Fame. Postseason, 1911, 381 ERA, 44 games, 276.2 innings pitch. Wins in any pitch are the best in postseason history. How about that? Wins in any most best? Wow. I don't know. And and A-Rod and J-Lo are dating. I, I, I feel like I'm out of the loop. I mean, Ben and Jennifer Garner getting back together. Maybe there's something in the water. Hey, and Israel made the second round of the World Baseball Classic, played Sunday in the Tokyo Dome, them in the Netherlands, 2-0. They qualify. How about that? The chosen baseball players are going, moving on. Nobody thought that, huh? I'm going to ride that wave, man. I'm going to ride my Hebrew wave as far as I can with that one. And then we have the wonderful, wonderful Knicks. Thank you, George Willis. Charles Barkley said not giving up on Phil's Phil's ability to, to take the Knicks to the promised land, but he feels they were doomed by injuries to Joachim Noah and Derrick Rose. Hey, you know, $72 million on Noah. He feels that Rose, you know, he's only averaging about 18, two, two below his career average. Also not... Working well with the overall structure of the offense. He was actually benched the fourth quarter of their win Monday at Orlando. Benched the fourth quarter. Nets lost 110, 105 to the Hawks. That's what, you know, but it's interesting. He did say some of the stuff he's, this was interesting. He did say that the Knicks disrespected Carmelo Anthony to the point where. He should find another team that wants his services. He said, they've been disrespectful. He goes, who wants to be in a bad team for the last three years in the NBA? 
He said he couldn't remember a time, any time during his career as a player broadcaster where a general manager or team president called out a star player like that. Never. Never, he said. And he did bring up things. He's, you know, he's doing the NCAA tournament. He said two things that are critical success. He says guard play and coaching in the, in the tournament. He said, he said a lot of guy, coaches don't make good in-game adjustments. They never change their game plans. And right, look, look at Belichick. Belichick, it makes me think of Belichick. Make adjustments, Popovich. Make adjustments. Those are the ones who can really coach. That's why you see so many upsets. He said, if you make a tweak here or there, you can win this thing. All right. I don't agree with him. I don't think... I, I definitely agree with him that Carmelo needs to get the hell out of New York. But, I don't, hey, he's a no-trade clause. Where's he going to go? But I definitely feel... I don't know if I feel that he's going to take the Knicks where they need to go. I'd like to see him gone. I really would. I, I talked about the, the Nets loss, 110-105. I know they had 21 turnovers. Knicks are down by nine with 4.54 left to the Bucks. As I said, Nets lost to the Hawks. Outscored by nine in the second half. They were up 50-46 at the half, outscored by nine. Kilpatrick led the Nets with 27. Dennis Schrader had 31 to lead Atlanta. I was like looking to see how... German Lynn had 16 points, 8 assists, played 24 minutes, 3 rebounds. Lopez at 18. Lavert, 7 points. Booker, 12 points, 8 rebounds. Sean Kilpatrick, 27 to lead the Knicks. Nets off the bench. Isaiah White had 6 points, 3 rebounds. All right. Nets fall to 11-52. Atlanta improves to 35-29. And I thought this was kind of cool. The Nets are actually going to celebrate the life of the notorious B.I.G. on March 12th when they play the Knicks. Diddy and Biggie's families will be in attendance. I think that's cool. I like stuff like that. I think that's classy and all that. Yeah. And I saw today, you know, college basketball. They've got so much college basketball. It's, it's, it's awesome. It really is. It's, it is so cool that they have all this on. You know, it just, I love this time of year. I'm like, I'm like, you could, you could overload on this. Well, I saw that Grayson Allen got pissed off on a play, slammed the ball down, they got a tee. I thought it was, I said, are they targeting him? He says he doesn't feel like he's being targeted. He was frustrated. He's coming back from an ankle injury. He he didn't score today. They beat Clemson 79-72 in ACC at, at the Barclays Center. And North Carolina plays tomorrow at noon, and I have to work tomorrow. And I'm like, damn it. I'll be working when the game's on, but I will have my phone near me, so I'll try to see some of it. And Flavor Flav was at the Penn State game at D.C. today because his cousin, Shep Garner, the point guard for Penn State, was playing today. How about that? So I got some pictures I want to put them up on Instagram. He's averaging over 12 this year with almost three assists and three rebounds a game. He had 16 points, two rebounds. Penn State improved to 15-17 and 17 over Nebraska, who fell to 12-19. and 19. 76-67 in overtime. And they play Michigan State next in the next round. And St. John's ended a five-game losing streak. They beat Georgetown today, 74-73. They get number two Villanova at 11.30 tomorrow morning. And Mullen and John Thompson III got into an argument. And they had to be held back. 
And the last time St. John's won a Big East tournament game, star freshman Shamori Ponce, yet to start high school. Steve Lavin was leading the Red Storm to their first NCAA tournament game in nine years. He actually was at the post, he was doing the post game for Fox, and LeBron James was still working on his first NBA title. That was March 9th, 2011, against Rutgers. That's the last time they won a postseason game on their home floor, losing the last six contests. Hey, now they improved the 14 and 18 after the win. And they lost the last five by an average of 17.7 points per game. We shall see. I, I, I like Mullen there. I know he's going through a rough patch, but I think he's going to bring in some good recruits. And the place looked packed tonight. And I've never been to a Big East tournament game. I would love to go. Love to go. But have not been. Not in my lifetime. All right, now. And then you have... I need to talk about this last night. I did the show before. Right before, right when I finished it, I saw Westbrook at 58 last night. Tied a franchise high for Oklahoma City. They still lost 126-121 to the Blazers, who have a three-game winning streak now. He scores 58. The rest of the starters scored 37. OKC fell to 35-29. Portland improved to 27-35. and And Andrew Bogut is out for the rest of the year. The playoffs, fractured left tibia, no surgery needed. It was nice while it lasted for about 60 seconds. How about that? And Ty Lawson, man, Tar Heel, Tar Heel, former Tar Heel, broke terms of probation by testing positive for alcohol three times last seven months. He's averaged over nine points and with five assists and over a steal a game for Sacramento this year in 57 games. Well, they said Denver court issued a bench warrant for his arrest. Dude, man, you know what? They have, they, the NFL, they give cards. You can have people drive you places, man. Are you kidding me? And I'll tell you, you know, when I think of Russell, what, 58 points ties the franchise high, but don't, it doesn't mean, you know, he, he's willing that team to try to win, but damn, he needs players around him. He does. He does. But that's amazing. But how about that? Andrew Bogut, first game, not even a minute in the game, he's done for the year. Ty Lawson, so, t- I mean, I love, he was so good at, at UNC. I was so I love watching him play, man. It's sad. And U.S. women lost three nothing to France yesterday at RFK Stadium. First back to back losses in three years. They and they got they actually got lost two straight at home. Shut out. They, they lost to England. England scored in the 89th minute. They first time in like 17 years that's happened. Women pl- have to get their shit together. Come on. And Henrik Lundqvist last night, 404, career win, 5-2 at the Panthers. He is now 10th all-time for goalies on win- on the wins list. Now let's get a Stanley Cup to-, to put the icing on the cake. And the Sabres, Jack Eichel, two goals and assists last night. 100-point milestone he had passed in his 127th career game. 60 loss to the Flyers. 13th multi-point game of the season. He's 20 years old, 46 games this year, 18 goals, 27 assists. That's 45. Do the math. That's almost one point a game. 127 games, 42 goals, 59 assists, 127 games, 101 points. And Gary Bettman, again, not giving up on Phoenix area or the Coyotes, he said. And they're going to go forward operating as if there won't be the NHL players playing in the winter games in the 2000 in South Korea, which is bullshit. And not have winter break. You know what? I love. You know what? It's not amateurs anymore. There's never going to be what it used to be. But 
it's it's great for hockey. It's great for everybody. Everybody, they, there's a nationalistic pride and stuff, you know? Come on, man. Drives me crazy when they don't do that. Now, the fight Saturday, which was a snoozer, they said. Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, was seen by the largest primetime boxing audience, 5.1 million viewers since 1998. Boxing, can it come back? Hey, UFC, you never know. All right. Now, let me check. I'm going to check on the Knicks. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks. Before I go off. Oh, it's over, folks. Knicks down 101.85 with 2.59 left. I want to see who's playing well. Ryan must be going crazy. I know he's watching the game. Porzingis has 12. Carmelo, 13 points. Aaron Gomez, 13 points, 12 rebounds tonight. D. Rose, hey, 24 points, leading the Knicks. This is the problem. They have 13 points off the bench, and Ron Baker leads the group with five. Justin Holiday, who's been scoring a lot of points, Holiday, only two points in 11 minutes. Kylo Quinn, four points, four rebounds. And Lance Thomas, two points, five rebounds. Kuzminskis got four minutes tonight, no points. How's the Greek Freak? Oh, Greek Freak only has 32 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. Wow. Unbelievable, man. Della Vadova, 10 points off the bench. Greg Monroe, 15 off the bench. Yeah, 105, 102.85. I'm going to put that up. I'm going to chalk that up as another loss for the... Which means the Knicks will fall to, ooh, 26 and 39. That means they have to go. <laughs> I like doing this. They have to go sixteen and three. Wait, so wait, twenty six and thirty nine would make them sixty five. Seventeen games left. They have to win. What? I, I can't do the math in my head anymore. Sixteen and three. The rest of the way. Do they have nineteen games left? Yeah. No, can't be. Fifty. 65 17 Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, they have to they have to go 16 and 1 the rest of the way. Wow. Not going to happen, folks. Sorry, Ryan. No chance in hell. I apologize. Love you to death, but not happening. All right. Trivia question from last night. Okay. Who who holds the NBA streak for most consecutive games with at least 10 points? Of course, Michael Jordan, 866. Tonight's trivia question. When was the last year that the Giants drafted a linebacker in the first round? When was the last year that the Giants drafted a linebacker in the first round? All right, Brandon Marshall's coming your way, Giants fans. Tim Tebow gets another shot on Friday. St. John's, can they beat number two Villanova at 1130 tomorrow morning? I'm going to go with no chance in hell. Carolina plays tomorrow. ACC first game. Anything's possible, right? And tomorrow, 4 p.m., free agency starts. There should be some more guys I can talk about. Very excited. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.